0: Back, baby. Charity stride, Pitch your free throws because they are free. Fisher, DeSopolis, Snacks, Kreider, Simpson, Pierce Simpson of Complex joining us. Before we got kicked off, man, you were saying my Celtics are the best team in the league. You just interviewed Jason Tatum. Did a piece on him.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you saw that performance last night against the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, mean, dominated. Start to finish. I mean, what's it, like 42 points in the first quarter? Mm -hmm. Ended it with 139. I know the Nets were missing KD, but still, just a performance like that from Boston. It seems like they're trying to avenge what happened in the finals and mm-hmm. so far i don't know who's in their way i mean
3: i feel like we're not surprised i mean they've they've gotten there so many times they've gotten close enough and this is still such a young team you know and like they're finally coming to fruition
0: like this feels like it can be a legitimate dynasty right yeah. yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, like, if, you, if we all think about it, like, we've been watching this team play together forever. And they're younger than us. But they're younger than us. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, right. like insane, yeah. right?
1: I hate to shamelessly plug, but that's what Jason Tatum mentioned uh, in the interview that oh, I please. had that yeah. you can check out on Complex Sports. Oh, there, uh, there's the yeah, real plug. You know <laughs> that he, he mentioned, you know, I, I asked him about the idea of splitting up himself and and Jalen Brown, because that's always been a thing these past few years. It's like, they need to split up Jason Tatum and Jalen
2: Brown. I mean, the talks on it were heavy last year when they started off first half of the season, yeah. Yeah.
1: And then he started rattling off the things they've accomplished. They've been to the playoffs every year. They've been to the conference finals four times. They've been to the finals. And as he said, Jalen Brown just turned 26 at the beginning of the season. He's not even 25 yet. He'll be 25 in two months. And they've been playing at this extremely high level. Let's just give it time. And it seems like they're finally finding their footing and like you mentioned, they have the recipe to make a dynasty out east, considering your two best players are this young and this prolific.
2: Yeah. It's, it's interesting that, like, what I hear from that, right. outside of the fact that, I mean, he's incredible. The year that he's having this year, phenomenal. Jalen Brown, he takes a step up every single season, sure. but that he's paying so much attention to what's going on. And I think it's not, it's not a, like a criticism of him. I think it's just more of a reality of these guys that what are either like paying attention to what? Paying so much attention to just the accolades in the history of like him as a player already, right? Yeah. He and Jalen Brown, like what they've accomplished and like really keeping track of it. I just think that in the modern NBA, because social media is everywhere, like I saw this hilarious video. Did you see the JJ Redick where he's making fun of each I different t- Twitter <laughs> fan I, I base I did, I did. on the NBA? Yeah. It's incredible. But like so many of these athletes are on Twitter as well. So many of these athletes like CJ McCollum has his own show, yeah. right? Like they're they're in the conversations and they're paying attention in a way that I think prior they weren't able to it's
3: branding it's, it's more yeah. money in their pocket you know the same thing with like college athletes and nil like they got to be aware of everything that you know they bring to the sport yeah. yeah
2: and motivation too i think like to a certain extent like if you weren't writing down every single like trip that you had to the to the playoffs right if you didn't say like okay we played the pistons then we played i know they know they played play the, the celtics around. then we played the pacers <laughs> no i'm just talking about like yeah, back gym, in the yeah, day yeah, or whatever yeah. like if you weren't writing it down or you weren't like keeping the literal paper yeah. How would you actually
1: know who you played? And I think now more than ever too is like athletes are having to kind of defend themselves more often because like fans can just tweet them or just like hit them on wherever. And they kind of have to back up the things that fans Mm -hmm. will come to them about because fans are smarter than ever before because we live in such an information age. But, My favorite thing is when players lie and say that they don't pay attention. They all pay attention. Yeah, I
3: I mean, look at KD with his burner accounts. I I mean, you
1: just like, it's it's in your face. Like, if you have your phone, either your friend's going to share something with you or you're just going to stumble. You know what I'm saying? Like, Like, just the idea of just like kind of just not seeing things. I just don't think that's.
2: I think you have to be one of those guys who literally like leaves their phone at home. Yeah. When you like drive to the arena, but then like, how are you going to talk to your family, your friends, like anyone? Someone came to see you that game. Like uh, it's two to To link up with them, like, it's, what do you? This, I
0: always have the thought of like, how would I be with a map? Right, I right. need to like to, how to get for me to get to you know crypto.com, whatever it's called right now. It's like, Still staples to me. Thank. You. It's still staples. It's still yeah. There
1: we go. Staples. You, yeah,
0: yeah. The, uh, I mean, like Staples Center. Like, for right. me to get there, I need my map. I need my phone. Like, I'm, yeah. when I break one of these out, like it's you know 1950. I mean, we become so (laughs) dependent on it. I do think, though, like players being aware, and it's interesting we bring up like Jason and and Jalen being broken up because we're so quick to destroy something, destroy a chemistry before it's even started. Like there's something to letting something marinate. Absolutely. Like if you look at the – I had a conversation. I was talking about Jalen and Jason with my dad last night, and we were talking about all the times they had gotten there. Like – they lost the heat. They probably could have beaten the heat realistically. There are a couple of Kyrie injuries away from really maybe going to the finals even before they had already gone last year. For sure. And then we got to the point, he goes, we get to the Hawks somehow. Yeah. Because he's a Knicks fan. Right. And his whole MO of the year is, how the, do we not have DeJounte Murray on our team? Like, how is Murray on the Hawks? How is he not? Yeah. We have, we don't, we're not even talking about Spider anymore. We're talking right, about right. Murray. Yeah, like, yeah. how is he not a Nick? And... That, to me, everyone's already trying to like break up Young and Murray.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really weird, just the the timeline. I think just in sports in general. Yeah. Everything's just become much more abbreviated. People want instant success. Mm-hmm. They want their team to win a championship now. And it takes time. I mean, if you go back to yesteryear, I mean, Shaq and Kobe, it took them years to even get over that hump and win the titles. They ran off championships, but there was times they got swept twice by the Spurs. or You know what I'm saying? Nearly on the brink of losing to the That's Blazers.
2: Like, you know what I'm saying? Two of the top ten players of all time you, on the same team, like, like, yeah. it's just like, I
0: mean, MJ, t- he didn't get there right away. Like, you exactly. know, it didn't take. I mean, y'all's Mavs, beat the Heat. <laughs> like, Literally. if you, if I would have told you guys like now, today, like, I mean, you guys, us being younger fans at yeah. the time when they played, it's two thousand, you know, whatever eleven, right? Yeah, when they won. Yeah, yeah. sorry. And we had a okay. no, no, disparity no, no, championship. A no, uh, uh, incredible, <laughs> one of the all-time performances. 2011, you know, it's if I tell you today, like, you had a team of Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, LeBron James, all the bevy of they, were, you know, they all the guys they had there, right? Yeah. You know, and the front office that was amazing, and a, a team basically with Dirk, who they had great pieces, probably a better team than Luca has around him, but yeah, I don't know, sure. Dirk, undoubtedly, yeah, I yeah. don't know if Duke, is, I don't know if Dirk is better than Luca.
2: He's not. I love Dirk, and I think uh, he's an all-time Mav. He's a higher on the all-time Mav list right now. But as far as like in a vacuum, which player is better? I I would take Mm. Luca.
1: That's a great point when you say in a vacuum. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're so different, right? Mm. That.
2: It's easier to play team basketball with Dirk, though. I would say. uh, Yeah, I feel you. He doesn't have to have the ball in his hands at all time. When you have a seven footer who can hit forty percent from three, it's almost a KD effect.
0: What do you mean by that? He KD, he doesn't need to like when I look at you know, and I'll get back to my LeBron point yeah. in a hot sack, but the, the whole thing with KD on that notion, K, you don't see K D check up like thirty shots. No. Right? You don't you, don't you don't you look at Kevin Durant. The the beauty of him for me as a basketball player is he'll have thirty three points. But that's like on like twelve of fifteen. Yeah, yeah, like super efficient. It's not like a James it's not like a James Harden a <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Houston four of twenty one, but I've been to the line yeah. like more times than I've been to like an NBA basketball game. Like, yeah. You know? <laughs> but going back to the point of my toss all today, like a team that team, that caliber, you know, beat a team like y'all. Oh, we beat the thing It's crazy, you know. But you it know, takes time to develop the chemistry. It's
1: so funny in basketball because uh, sometimes the best team on paper won't end up winning the title. And no. so like we mentioned that two thousand eleven Mavs team, it was a great team. But I would almost make the case the 2003 Mavs were the best team in history of that franchise. When you got Steve Nash there, you got Dirk there, Blee Finn was there, you got Nick Van Exel coming off the bench, you got Donnie Nelson coaching, and then you just have a miraculous performance. you just want
2: me to name other players? Because I can Yeah, Ray LaFrance on that saying? team, like, <laughs> Wayne Gigi, my guy. From, oh. from a
1: team aspect, that yeah. team was incredible. Yeah. But they just ran into a Spurs team that fit better. And was ready for the moment when you have championship DNA like a Steve Smith on that team, Steve yeah. Kerr going off. Steve Smith, you know what I'm saying? It's just Stephen Jackson going crazy. It's just it's sometimes in basketball you run against teams that fit better.
2: And and sometimes like that Spurs team was a better. They played better as a team. That Mavs oh, team yeah. in 2011 played better as a team. Yep. That, I mean, I was
3: gonna like the Spurs team is arguably one of the best like. Team playing teams right. that they've had with Popovich, you know, at the helm. You know, well, you could that's
2: why the Warriors have been so great in their most recent, like, iteration of this franchise that now we've seen be excellent for eight years now, it's because for a decade. N- not only, right, a decade, not only do they have Stephen Curry, who talk about top 10 players of all time. A lot of people have him now currently in their top 10 of all time. Should be five, bro. He should be number five
1: in there. He's climbing up there. That's it's a, yeah, it's separate hard. conversation, yeah, though. But, yeah. but I
2: would say, like, they move the ball so well they play on both ends of the court it's not just that they have steph curry and kevin durant that helps but those guys have to mesh together and play together and play off of each other
1: it starts and stops with your with your best player and i yeah. guess we circle back to the celtics when you have that continuity up top and in this case with boston you have two guys because if jalen brown was on his own franchise he would be in the conversation of, like, a top 15, top 16 player, maybe we had higher. This about yeah. We, so had, we I used to so. have this about Clay. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just like when you have that continuity and you have those guys that are able to night in, night out, perform at that level, and I'm sure be coached mm-hmm. well, it, 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 it you allow yourself to have sustained success in the NBA. And no matter what anyone tells you, you need a Hall of Fame player. You need Hall of Fame teammates at the
0: NBA level to be successful. And when you say Hall of Fame teammates, you mean, like, literally guys that are, te- like, Hall of Fame teammates, but not Hall of Fame, like, type players? No, like,
1: well, I guess let me phrase it better. You need Hall of Fame players. Like, this notion that players in NBA win by themselves is, like, the biggest fallacy we've seen ever. Like, that gets perpetuated on right, Twitter. Right, or even
2: if you go back to the 2011 team, like— Jason Kidd is a Hall of Famer.
1: People forget Peja Stojakovic was on that team. Right. Tyson Chandler, who would be a Hall of Famer, probably, was on that team. Sean
2: Marion, Jason oh. Terry, like, both fringe guys. Like, I don't know if they'll ever end up getting there, but, yeah. like...
1: And it's tricky now with because, like, ben, they're all-stars. <laughs> <laughs>
2: they're all-stars, all- all- though. You know what I'm saying?
1: Like, yeah. b- like yeah. Ben Wallace is a Hall of Fame. No knock to Ben Wallace, but I don't think people... Like you go back to oh four oh five. I don't know if people expected Ben Wallace to be in a Hall of Fame, but and he's they have
0: there now. five guys in their starting lineup like Rasheed, Billups, Prince, and right. Rip Hamilton. And that's the
1: one team people will point to to say, well, they didn't have Hall of Fame players like in the last thirty years of NBA champions. But it's like when I mean, it all shakes out,
0: multiple Hall of Famers. And yep. you could make the case for a guy like Billups. You can make that you couldn't make. I'm not saying they are, but like, I don't <laughs> know. Is you he know
2: tanking <laughs> it with this coaching job? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: I love Johnson. I mean, they're they're they go, inversely to my point of like, they don't let things marinate. There's a situation, I guess, but you know, delve into the trade deadline where you let something marinate too much. And I think that's gone. do you think that's gone on in Portland? You think it's time? I think, I think it's difficult. I always think it's difficult
1: for your franchise player to be six, three and under to really be the best player to win a title. When's the last time we've seen that? Steph is generational with shooting. Let's take Steph out of it.
2: I mean, he's the, he's the best player under six, four ever to live. <laughs> right. Some okay. would
1: say Isaiah, but hey, uh, you know that's a
2: conversation yeah, for yeah. another day. But yeah. Steph
1: is up there.
3: That was like, also like over thirty years ago too. Was, yeah. <laughs> right, being, right.
2: right. I mean, Those two guys are anomalies. Exactly. Yeah. I exactly. Mean, you came
0: the closest. You came was AI. Right, and it's like, and I will say that team was,
2: and that's trash.
1: A, and that's the tough thing is like people say don't AI. do Georgia
2: Lynch like that, man. <laughs> yeah.
1: Aaron McKee is upset right now, but <laughs> like, snow,
2: th- it took
1: Please. a generational performance from AI in that game one of the finals just to get a win. Yeah and they won and then didn't win again. And then he never went back to the finals. That show you, how, it's like, it's really tough. You know, it's really, really tough, especially how the game is played now in the NBA. I think you need two 6'9 guys that can dominate on the wings, 6'9 and up, and then you have a shot. Other than that, you have to be a Steph Curry, you have to be otherworldly to be able to sustain throughout the season and then face the different matchups that you have in the postseason. Like, let's look at a guy like Joker, right? Arguably this season, is his best season, but he may not win the MVP because it's just Joker fatigue of winning the MVP, but I think he's, he's averaging like today. a triple-double right now. But we saw when they played Philly the other day, they put P.J. Tucker on him, and that, that's going to be a problem come playoff time that you could just put like a smaller guy on, on Joker and then just kind of sh- shut out everybody else. So it's like these little things where you need versatility on the wings. You need guys that can really go get you a playoff bucket.
2: Mm-hmm. So would you say like – that team, they don't have enough right
1: now. Ooh, I, I don't. Cause they've got because yeah. like
2: Aaron Gordon is, I think, probably that time a about guy fa- playing his best basketball. It be falls Gordon. in that category for is sure. what you're talking about, for sure. But MPJ just can't necessarily do it on both sides of the ball. And
1: that's the thing. It's like that's w- tough with that versatility. You have to incorporate the defensive aspect to it because you can make the case that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are two of the best wing defenders in the league.
2: Sure, you know what I'm saying. For sure,
1: and so MPJ is not that.
2: Not even close. Your
1: three best, your three best players on the Nuggets are arguably minus defenders.
2: Yeah, and Bruce Brown's small. <coughs> yeah,
1: he's playing the four. and He's six one. That's just right. like we can't. Like that's we can't.
2: No, they 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 make him an
0: not. And they never make, was a great con- defender. The con- the contract's crazy with MPJ. Like, is there a situation where they make a move with him involved? My, I know it has not been mentioned. My I guy, mean,
1: my go- guy Nate on Twitter said, uh, "Shout out to Nate. He's a Sixers fan." He said MPJ for OG and Anobi. I don't know
2: who. Who people are shopping, apparently. They're shopping for for sure. Three firsts.
1: Crazy. And you could thank Minnesota for making a trade market just all over the place with Rudy Gobert. And
2: Atlanta.
1: Yeah, yeah, because it's a lot of first rounders going out for players that aren't necessary. Like, if I'm trading more than two first rounders in any sport, that player has to be franchise altering.
0: I want. We were talking about ACL before Austin City Limits because yeah. you know you're a Texas guy. We all went to UT. Everyone who see on our show knows this. Yeah. Texas uh, energy right now. Man. I hundred percent. I sold at ACL. I sold a joint to somebody <laughs> for eighty dollars, and that was less Talk of about a, inflation. That huh? was a yeah. less. That was less. It was less of a ripoff than <laughs> the Wolves Jazz deal, <laughs> Which, honestly. But you, you I mean, did not know where you were going with that. But ben. I, um, do you didn't know where <laughs> I was going with that, I, dude. They, Walker Kessler had seven blocks.
1: <laughs> to be fair, I mean, you had all the leverage, and you, I mean, where were they going to get it? All I mean, they couldn't. Hey,
2: tell sell
0: some. me this pen. Sign uh, the name.
2: <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure, man. Yes, yeah, sure. yeah. They're walking in there with it if they know what they're doing. <laughs> right? Yeah, can I you mean, just
3: incriminate yourself like that? Yeah, I, allegedly, just yeah.
2: Sue me. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: the i don't for og for mpj that's yeah. interesting but then what do they do with like siakam like then they have to they have to move him in that instance i think yeah i think with a situation like that it all like what does that whole franchise do right now
1: it all depends on the raptors right do you want to reset do you want to try to rebuild on the fly which never really works it's, it's just a question of what you, who do you want to be
2: but that's I, to me like the reason why that doesn't work is because because nick Nurse says no to that because he can't play on both sides of the ball because their identity of team buildings thus far has been, let's get guys who are six, nine right, who can right. handle, who can defend, who right. can pass. Scotty Barnes is the epitome of that. Right. right. And they're trying to build off of that. But Pascal Siakam can do that too.
1: Yeah. And, and, and so can OG. And the weird thing is you hear reports now, I think I believe Mark Stein reported that uh, the players are kind of tuning out Nick nurse and Nick nurse might kind of be Uh-oh. on shaky terms in Toronto, which if you're Masai jury, you're like, okay, if you're on shaky terms, so I just, implode everything and just start over from scratch and just
0: build around Scott well, you your have parents. your bling and as a gm that buys you so much time you've done it you know like and we were talking about this before you got here yeah. because the arizona cardinals came up and i said that's the worst job you could have we cover baseball basketball football yeah. and i go that's the worst job you could have in all three
2: and hmm. i said the charlotte hornets and
0: then that was and i head think coach, the head, head coach position. head coach position head coach wise and then i Raised him to the Rockets and then he backed me down.
2: I said that the Rockets are clearly a better choice to step in as head coach than the Charlotte Hornets for sure. But I think the young talent that if they you're have the Raptors,
0: promise your bonds because winning is so hard. Like they sold, they did them in the Rams, they yeah. sold their souls to the <laughs> devil for once. They did, you sell it for one season, but in
1: sports. I mean, if you get that one title, it might be worth it
0: because we're talking about these. We ask, uh, we ask a lot of people. And we'll change it because I think the Kings are good now. Yeah. But in our lifetime, do you think you'll see the Hornets win a title realistically? No. If, if there's like, no, I don't think so.
1: I don't because the way the NBA works is like you have to, well, you have to draft really well. Hornets haven't necessarily been the greatest. Stink. At Better at drafting yeah. than the Mavs. Yeah.
3: But you also have to List. be in a desirable gonna, place. No, let me
2: tell you, yeah. I'm going to make a video. I've been thinking about this. I've been doing a lot of research. Shane Larkin. I'm going to make a video who played with a guy that I played in high school with. Oh, nice. Day. Yeah. At <laughs> Miami. He was nice at Miami. Uh, the Mavs have been so bad at drafting. Awful. So, so bad in the last like 20 years. Since outside of Luka, obviously, which when you draft a generational talent, okay, you're saying I, that face you're is... you and draft him. Sure, sure. Fair but point. trades on draft night count, to me, is like, you're drafting that player. And I
0: could be inverse to you, saying the Hawks stink as well. because yeah, that trades like, a, fleece.
2: a Kong Wu might be better than any guy the Mavs have drafted in the last 15 years. I'm not, like, Justin Anderson with... Like, Jay Crowder might be the best guy we've drafted outside of Luka. I'm not even kidding. Thank you for that You're trade. welcome. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Josh Green might end up like Jalen Brunson is the is undoubtedly the second best player the Mavs have drafted in the last fifteen years. Yeah. It's a problem. Like you have to draft well.
1: I, yeah, because I think before that it might be like Devin was, Harris and it was Josh Devin Howard. Harris, it
2: was Josh Howard, was like the the last guy. Really. Why, why is that the case for them, you think? Well they traded a lot of second round picks. Yeah. So they only were taking one swing in a lot of the drafts. And they just missed. They just weren't, Donnie wasn't doing a good job.
1: Also, too, is like much like, well, I would say more so basketball your great guys are going to be in the top five mm-hmm. more times than not. Yeah. Dallas just hasn't been in that that space. The only one that I will never forgive them for is staring Giannis and Sanacupo in the face and deciding to take Shane Larkin.
3: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's only a few guys that really make it that far that ended up being a big, like you're taking yourself Kawhi and, yeah. and, and like
2: Giannis, and you know, and Jokic. But you
0: could go like, go throughout the league bro, Like, we talk about Siakam. Yeah. I mean, he fell to the 20s. We talk about, you know, guys that he, who got, who are the guys that won on that Raptors team? Kalau, where was, where did he go? Kawhi, you, Kawhi was not even drafted by the Spurs. He was drafted by the Pacers. Pacers. And the thing
1: with, ba- with basketball is you can always win in through free agency if you need to. Because, mm. like, a, the Lakers have never really drafted well. You have to go back. I mean, you have Kobe, then James Worthy.
2: I actually think they were pretty Magic. they were pretty good. Like, and I, granted I'm comparing it to the Mavericks, yeah. but they drafted Julius Randle, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, like these, these are guys that for sure. for Angelo sure. Russell. Guys that, at least in the modern NBA, are like pieces you can trade for, pieces you can acquire, like picks for. Absolutely.
1: But I guess all those guys on a team, that's third fourth out
0: west they
2: dra- hey they drafted well enough to get a trade package for anthony davis Great to win point. them a championship Fair point because yeah
0: I, that was gonna my question to you yeah. do you can you view these guys as assets because to me they getting ad as part of their drafting like i view i almost view the heat it's big three mm-hmm. as a product of drafting
2: Dwayne wade
1: for sure because if you don't have him in the door then you don't attract lebron if they, don't play,
2: if they don't play on the yeah, It's all the a trickle down. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. yeah,
1: if Dallas doesn't draft Dirk in 98, then you don't attract everything that comes after There's that. There's
3: also that aspect as well, though. Like, if you're Charlotte, you're not a free agency destination for a lot of people. Like, Miami is at least a little bit more sexy to go to. And same with L.A. and New York, you know? But, you, like, you're in Charlotte.
0: Do you think Charlotte... This is just came to my head because we're talking about them and we bring up the Lakers. Do you think Charlotte, like ruin their chances, and it's the basketball gods just, like, you know, shunning them for the Kobe trade? Seriously, is that, is that, like, a thing? Like, you guys traded him for Vlade Divac, and, like, you're just done? What if I told you that Charlotte <laughs> Charlotte had no option but to trade
1: Kobe, and Kobe orchestrated that to get to L.A., him and his agent? I would be, like, seeing
0: it, wouldn't be shocked. Yeah,
1: I think it was more so closer to Kobe, like, because I heard that they wanted him, but, you know, Jerry West and, and Kobe agent, and I believe Tellum and, Made it happen and f- for us it worked out perfectly, you know what I'm saying? You got a legendary player that would have sucked Kobe we wouldn't have made sense in Charlotte. Nah. That wouldn't make sense in Charlotte. It makes sense in LA, he's supposed
0: to be a Laker, so it worked out. It worked
2: well, out. Who do they trade him for? Divosh, yeah. straight up, Divas,
0: yeah, I believe it's straight up. Yeah, one on up. one for one, absolutely.
2: He has a good uh 30 for 30, though. Does he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a lot one. of
0: good ones out there. Yeah, we, for sure. We've been having a huge debate about Weminiama yeah oh my gosh i just gotta ask yeah what's the what's the debate to me why does it have to be a guarantee lock you don't have a choice that you have to take him you have to okay why? but
2: what's like your who do you think should also be considered as the first overall pick
0: you like I, scoot i i i like scoot i haven't seen enough of the thompson twins i'll, I'll admit that i'll be the first to be like okay i don't know i haven't really watched them and i'm just going off what other scouts are what i'm reading what they're saying yeah. Guy I have watched, who just fits what you're saying, yeah. wing who can shoot. Brandon Miller. I to me, if there's teams out there like the Pistons who have a big already at center, yeah. right, and they need a wing, like why why is it blasphemous to take Brandon Miller?
1: Because you don't turn down a guy that's seven four, that can stretch <laughs> the floor and run and dunk and do all these different things, and then also too, you don't get KP scared. I think he moves better than KP. Okay, but I, I have that's my only trepidation is the body type. Can it can it hold up for 82 games? Hopefully, if he's successful in his career, it's longer than 82 games because you're playing in playoffs and things like that. But also, too, we got to remember it's a business, and I think having Victor in those seats, you know, you're going to get at least a few national televisions. Oh yeah. I was just I, mean, more, Brandon, I was more Brandon, so Brandon saying, Miller is
0: not bringing in the same right, alarm. Right. right,
2: I I mentioned some of the stuff you did, but I was also like, <laughs> if you're the guy that doesn't take him. You're fired.
0: Yeah, your job's on the line. Yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. you can't. You just can't. I <laughs> know take where them. this is going. I've yeah. seen it a million times.
2: But also, I, we were because we were talking There's about no guarantee. We were talking Zion about the, thing. We were talking about the Pistons, right? Yeah, but Zion's like six five, like six six. But like it's not just about but the you size. i take Zion because the
1: Pistons are are they they have the worst record in the league right now, right?
2: I think. I mean,
0: they're somewhere in the cellar.
1: I think yeah.
2: it's right now. So we were saying hypothetically if, if it's the Pistons that you know they've got Ivy, they've got Cade.
3: It's not a, not a bad young core. They've, no.
1: they've got Durin. I got a theory, though. No. I got a theory. This is just a theory. I like Sadiq Bay. I feel like if San Antonio ha- somehow ends up in those at bottom three, oh, they're there. I think they're going to end up with the first pick. A little, and I think that's a little why Patrick
2: I pop, Ewing I think the lottery balls <laughs> yeah. are just going to bounce in the I think right. that's yeah. I think that's
1: why Pop hasn't retired yet. So I don't know. He we'll see. One more run with
0: one more, like, massive. Hey, he epic loves those international guys. guys. Yeah.
2: What I'm saying about the Pistons, though, is that, like, yes, Brandon Miller is a good fit on that team, right? Because yeah. they've got a center. They've got a one and a two guys that can flip-flop. Either of them can handle the ball. So you can slot Brandon Miller in as, as the three. You could trade Sadiq Bey. Like, great. That makes a lot of sense. But Wembenyama can also play the three on offense and be a four or five on defense. So it's like, yeah. why, why wouldn't you just want the guy that immedi- Can do it all? Immediately, I think— Because I'll go back to the point that we were discussing on an NBA with- court and is a top 50 player in the well, NBA. Let's go back
0: to the Embiid but is he, B gets in the paint, like how easy of a time is he going to have? You have Jalen
2: I There's not such a bad thing to have two I, bigs.
1: Because I think you play, like let's say he goes to Detroit. Yeah. I feel like Detroit is kind of like the Splendor version of what New Orleans is trying to build right now, where you kind of have all these collection of young guys that have a lot of promise, but you're just trying to figure it out, right? So yeah. like if, you, if he goes to Detroit hypothetically, Victor slides into the four spot, and you have Jalen play the five, because he has a little bit more bulk to him. Sure. So he's then from good. there, he's a beast. as a coach, I'm saying to myself, if I'm if I'm a uh, Dwayne Casey, okay, I'm saying, Jalen, you <laughs> guard you guard the post, and Victor, you just roam and block every shot that comes your way. Jay Nivey gets whatever his shot is blocked on the fast break, with if you don't end up trading Sadiq, he's running on one wing. And then, oh, can't forget about the other number one overall pick and Kay Cunningham right there too. And now you have a why do we assume we are really, trading bogdanovich I'm either. really right that's a great point
2: he signed with them he said because he because they promised him that in two years time they were going to be competing in the playoffs
1: yeah because because yeah I saw a report today actually that uh the the Pistons are asking for so much because internally they believe they'll be a playing team next year and I mean I think the Kate Cunningham injury really set them back this year yeah of what their calculus would be because be they kind of
2: be
0: ahead of okay ready. but, but the, I just the I'm magic are better than them
2: yeah, right now I want to. I really want to see what this Cavs team does, yeah. because I think that with Allen and Mobley, like this is not something that really has worked for a lot of teams. Right. It could. It's in. working right now, and they also have the guard play. To make it work deep in the playoffs, Donovan Mitchell's been there, right? Like, he's a guy, right? He's a, he's playing like a top 10 player in the NBA right I mean, now. You had Darius, we have to ask you this in a second. You Darius Garland on your top 10 shooters. list. So put you on the spot, yeah. sorry. Yeah, oh, that's, that's fine.
0: Donovan number three. That's fine. that's fine. Who's your top 10 shooters? Top 10 shooters. Dude, that was, he had Garland. He was, the, he was my number and 10. Just shooters, and only, like not probably, scores. I
2: should have had, I should have had Bane I'm sure my top 10, but you I guess. Have Desmond Bain in there. He was my one. He was my eleven.
1: Yeah, Desmond Bay can shoot. I just hate watching this game, but he can shoot. He can shoot. Um, it's hard to rattle off ten, but I will say, this feels like a cop out. But Darius Garland can, can definitely shoot the rock. He's in there. I'm, try- I'm gonna give you a sneaky shooter. I'm trying to think.
2: Who you can also know? just throw guys out. We were we yeah. were talking also about I'm like not just like spot up shooters. So like just I shooters. didn't have Yuta Wananabe on my on my list because like he's only done it for half a season and like he's just a spot up guy. Yeah. So his shot quality is really high. That makes sense. So mm-hmm. it's like KD was our number two because he hits it from the midi, hits the so, three point so like
1: Steph was one or something. Course. Steph yeah. one, KD two. Not mad at that. Um
0: I had Dame three. And I had before I like his like but even before his like back like to back 40 that. Cause pieces. I feel like
1: Dame extended the range more so than
0: Steph did. Mm. Okay. So you're going from I'm saying just like right dead spot right I had, now. I
2: had Mitchell third. I think mm. he's the I think right now he's the best shooter, ball in his hands off a pick. In the NBA,
1: I feel like he's a better scorer than shooter, but I see your point. Yeah, if that makes sense. That I had him, sense him sense. fourth. I had
0: Mark in five. Okay, incredible year from 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 Laurie. Kyrie. I, think I, had, I think
2: I had I had
0: Kyrie four. Kyrie, yeah. Kyrie six. Buddy seven. We w- obviously you know we went to Texas at this point. Yeah. We were there when Buddy and Nick. You said the other day that best college player you saw in basketball, yeah, probably
3: Buddy Hield. Yeah, live like yeah. best one I saw.
0: He actually might be the best college player, point blank period, football and basketball I saw. Really?
3: Because we were I think we were already out when Trey got was there, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, we were out. We saw Jared Goff on Cal. He was he was nasty he was against nice. us. Was
1: that the game uh
0: homie missed the extra point? Yeah. Yes. Nick Rose. Nick, Nick Rose. Rose. I was
3: I was heard like has this crazy run down the sideline. <laughs> we think we're like we're back in it, yeah. and then Nick Rose misses the extra Herd's point. It's a wild
0: interview. He's yeah. just like watching his kid <laughs> in the background. Yeah. That was all time. Yeah.
2: The... Yeah, I, we didn't really have any like like Baker. I had, I had yeah, Baker was. But we saw we saw
0: bead and Wiggins. We saw wow. that, We saw that Kansas team. I saw um
2: Marcus Page was a better college basketball player than both those guys. We saw him too. Marcus Page was nice. He was nice. He was, was nice.
0: nice. Juan
3: Feliques. Nice. Yeah, that was yeah. the game that he uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. the game winner. Yeah, yeah.
1: Kevin Durant was the best one I saw in person. And I saw him before he even played an official college game at UT. So I made a basketball that's my freshman year of high school. We had a summer basketball camp and the day's wrapping up and like the camp counselors, like, we're going to the other side and we're going to watch the college guys play. So we go in there, we sit on the side. You had heard rumblings of like this Kevin Durant guy, but you, you know. It's, he's you not know. from Texas. He's not from Texas, you just know he's from Maryland. You're like, yeah. okay. You just know he's number two in ranked. he's from Maryland. So he proceeds to get out there, I kid you not. It feels like he scored 30 points in this pickup game. They had One, they had Dexter Pittman guarding him. Wrong move. Yeah. He, <laughs> everything you see now or that he's done throughout his career, he was doing it like 17 years old in this pickup game. The ball wouldn't even hit the rim. It would just go through the net every time. And that was the first time I saw, you know, how you could see someone do the same thing that you do and you just realize. You can never do it like yeah, that. Yeah, they're doing something different. Yeah, yeah. That's different. And that's exactly how it was. And I remember I left. I called my dad. I was like, dad, they got this seven foot dude playing point guard. And my dad was like, nah, he can play with his back to the basket. And I was like, Pops, (laughs) you're just a hater. Don't do that. And so it was in that moment where I was like, okay, this Kevin Durant guy is for real. Fast forward, he ends up playing, uh, winning player of the year. And then he has the career that he has. But you knew then. Yeah. It was like, okay, this is the guy.
3: It's funny because you you say like, you know, you'd heard of him, but you don't really know him that well. I feel like, Texas AAU is just like such a big oh, thing man. and like they all know each other just like growing up in yeah, Texas man. and you see all the guys that are coming up and down and then for this outsider to come in from Washington, D.C. and just ball out and take yeah. over University of Texas shows you his
1: levels to it.
0: It's just a head of the it's slightly ahead of the curve, though, because a couple of years later, we all know who John Wall is because YouTube, right? These guys, we so, know mean, type of all time. It's Probably second to like probably first to like run through a wall every single we time. Had a rap song it. about Austin, it. Yeah, Austin Rivers. Like we, we all know the mixtapes that we, we like. We, <coughs> I mean, how many times I see Harry Giles? Dude, he's like in I the. Saw m- more, I saw Harry Giles mixtape more than some play basketball.
2: John Wall's like in the backcourt dribbling the ball up very casually, I, and know, like there's there's, that, there's like a kid like me who's like <laughs> who his coach was like you you're on full Shame court God. full court <laughs> yeah and he and he. Pulls it back and the kid falls, and I'm like, Oh all my know that. God, that's, know cut.
0: So that's sick. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows no. that cut, bro. Like, the I mean, like Wiggins' table, and Katie's probably just ahead of that time where we're not really seeing it all play out in front of our eyes. And it's just like the last bit of whispers. Yeah, that
1: inflection point of when YouTube first starts, mm-hmm.
0: and then how basketball
1: and just like, I feel like you sports just gets, I feel like
3: there's no more mystery anymore.
1: No more mystery. And I think it's improved sports. Because you have a lot more information than one to just improve from, see how other guys play, yeah. and just allow other people to get opportunities that otherwise they may
2: go unnoticed. Austin Rivers hopped on, well, he has his own podcast now, but before he was, it was a guest on some show, and he was like, my hoop mixtape, like, I'm out there. It, it wasn't an easy thing to get that. He right. was like, when I'm out there, like, I'm trying to drop 50, but I don't care that there's a camera on the court. He was like, I wasn't doing, like, looking at the camera, breaking the fourth wall, being like, this is my court, being like, I'm going to go off right now. Like, he just played and he was that good. And he was just talking about how, like, it's really interesting because, like, now guys are starting to play high school basketball for the camera, which is different.
1: And the thing is, it it always evens out because when you get to the NBA level, everybody's good. Yeah. Everybody's otherworldly. And that's why I try to tell, like, some of the younger guys, like, maybe in high school or, like, you know, kids I run into at 24 and stuff. I'm just like, yo, the level of work you got to put in to get to that level and just perform. And then just like, you see how people criticize NBA players. I'm like, yo, do y'all realize how hard it is to get one of those 450 jobs? Like, (laughs) yeah. A lot of (laughs) luck involved as well. A lot of luck involved. Like the the (laughs) Frank Nilakina can go to 24 and he could look like
2: Oh, I love this. I love this conversation. He could look like
1: 2005 Kobe Bryant in any gym. You know what I'm saying? Like the
2: The Leo Pinson drops 50 on every Everybody. every high school basketball court, probably. Easy.
0: You went to states. You were a starting wide receiver in your state football team. You went to college. How good were the wide receivers?
3: I mean, they were phenomenal. They're all five-star, four-star. Some are still in the NFL.
0: Yeah, but did all the five-star, four-star guys even go to the NFL? No.
3: There's guys who literally are not even playing.
0: Yeah, That's the craziest
2: but, thing.
3: Didn't even play at Texas.
2: Okay. Theo Theo drops like in my men's league that I played in like a month ago. Theo drops 50 points every game. Maxi Kleba does not drop 50 <laughs> points every game. Ever. Why? I'm just okay, so some of these guys like Theo's a wing, so he can handle and he can he can move he and he can shoot. Same thing with Frank, right? And yeah. Frank's six five though. So when like guys would normally lay, Frank can dunk. And it's just like it's yeah, no, no knock on Maxi, because he's like a guy that the Mavs need to be healthy to contend. But it's just interesting. Yeah, and it's,
1: it's, it just also goes to the point of people, you know, people like to say, well, I can beat him. Or I can beat this person. And it's like, no, it's <laughs> not. It's not also kid. a
0: Scalabrini tape recently. Oh, yeah. Someone like, came, pulled up to him at the gym, and he had put him in a body bag. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, the 12th man
1: on any NBA team will come mm-hmm. to your local rec.
2: Yeah, look like uh, LeBron. Have you well, run, man? The Lakers at one point was Adam Morrison, the best college player yeah. in basketball. <laughs> Come on, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> Have you run into anybody playing just like pickup around LA, where like you got on the court, you didn't know who a guy was, and yeah? Then you played and you're like, wait, uh, you're yeah, that yeah, guy? Good question.
1: <laughs> good question. Man, this shit happened like maybe. Sorry, I don't know if it because when this yeah, happened, maybe like do, yeah. late December. So my, my sh- shout out to my guy, my guy Bobby. He was like, hey, Jordan's having this event, Jordan Brand downtown at their court. Um, come run with my team, a little three-on-three, you know, it will be a good opportunity. So I'm like, probably you my guy, I go out there. So uh, Jordan Brantos is great event. There's, I believe, 12 teams. They outfit us with uniforms, oh, everything. Awesome. We get the locker room, get the whole experience. They have an opening ceremony. We start playing. So the first week in particular, I noticed the the number one seated team. I was like, a lot of these guys look like they played on Drew League before. Mind you, it's supposed to be like, you know, like people that's just... I call them civilians like I'm a civilian now. Like I'm, I'm here I'm just a civilian yeah so I'm like okay those guys I feel like I've seen them before and their coach is is Frank Nitti who, who kills in the Drew League and I'm like okay this I feel like the fix is in I feel like these these you got ringers so they play we notice them they're pretty good I'm like okay so the next week we're playing like every Wednesday the next week we show up this particular Wednesday I had like five or six zoom calls I'm pretty tired about 4.30 hits. I got to be there at 6. I'm like, damn, I don't know if I can play that. I'm, like, really tired. You know how it is. You yeah, yeah, yeah. working. So I was like, okay, I'll go. I'm not going to leave my guy Bobby hanging. So we get there. Because of our performance the week before, we end up playing that number one seeded team that has the Drew League guys. So I'm like, okay, let's focus. The competitor in me is like, I'm ready to go. Ready yeah. to play. So we start setting up. And they're like, we got an extra player. And they called him, like, Tim. And as this player is walking up, I'm like, his name's not Tim. That's Montrez Harrell <laughs> for the Philadelphia 76ers that y'all about to. And so he walks up and, of course, they start. I I
0: know that's not, Tim. Like know that's very, not Tim. very
3: distinct looking guy, too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's got, yeah. like, the wrap on probably. Yeah, and you're like, 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 I know that's Trez. I know this yeah. is Montrez. Yeah. I, I watched
1: basketball enough to know yeah. that's Montrez Harrell. I called him Montrez and he looked at me. So, obviously, he know, that's him. <laughs> and so that
0: actor apparently <laughs> and
1: So with, with this particular setup we yeah. we each had one woman on our team so the the two ladies match up and so the other guy on my team he's not my height so he's like well you, you got tim <laughs> and so we proceed to play this entire three-on-three game and i'm guarding Montres' hero and i'm just laughing to myself because i'm like one i'm tired as hell i'm not trying to be out here well, here we are,
2: and that's the worst guy to be there's, matched there's, up on. And there's when a, you're tired, and mind too. you, there's a
1: crowd here, there's a crowd, and like there's a crowd here. So I'm not going to get embarrassed with the crowd here. Yeah, I to get it. It's some lovely ladies courtside, so yeah. I could be a meme or I could be put on social yeah, media. Yeah, you don't have a ring, man. You got to yeah, work. You got you to put in work. You got to put in work, and so I'm holding my own. I'm like, okay, strong in the post. Okay, I get it. I see why he's played the league this many times. <laughs> And then he starts shooting from three. And I'm like, all right, I got enough pride. I played enough NBA guys. I can pre- I can play myself. I can't allow this to happen. And so one particular three, he hits it and it's like an and one. And I'm just like, Man, it's just one of them days. And so I, I believe that was the only bucket he got. But then there was one particular time where it was a loose ball. And you know how you can tell somebody's gonna load up to just go ahead two hand dunk. I let him have that one and i believe one of my teammates caught that poster but long story short <laughs> uh I, I i let my teammate be sacrificed for that poster jam and
0: he's a he's a, he's a monster at every level yeah, you know i don't mean like uh, he dominates he just is yeah. like an, everything is so ferocious
1: But it just it just underscores that point like any NBA player can come to your to your local pickup game. Well,
2: how about the fact that like he's hitting threes and every anyone that like watches Yo, the it would be like Montrezl Harrell's one of the worst three point shooters in the league. And, and he probably is, you be, but like you'd be bummed and look great too. I was like, oh, that that
0: looks yeah, like his money. Yeah, yeah, and it was. He like is not getting like serious minutes. No, in Philly. No, so I could only
1: imagine if Joel Embiid showed up
0: out there. Just go home. There well,
2: you've go. seen that. <laughs> <I'll> you <laughs> seen that zoo. video of him where he like was playing pickup against like just a bunch of random guys, yeah, and he throws I the did, windmill down I on did the guy. See that. Have you I seen did that? See that one? It. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, like, so. like, yeah, like at a park or something. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like at a park. It's
0: just like. you need to bring back
3: the Uncle Drew commercials. those oh, are
0: those good. Yeah, yeah. Outstanding. hated Kevin Love and Kyrie. On a more personal notes, I mean, obviously, you know, we interview you do a lot of interviews. Who's your favorite?
1: Man, I always tell people like
0: maybe like one you're most proud of. One I'm most
1: proud of. They're all kind of like, I don't have any kids, but I would assume it's like choosing a favorite child. It's like, you know, there's so many of them. Selfie's Choice. Yeah, I think for me, I know. (laughs) 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 uh, (laughs) One of of my personal favorites was like interviewing, of course, Pharrell. Pharrell was great. Interviewing Pharrell was outstanding. Genius. I feel like my first time I interviewed Pharrell, I didn't do as great as I wanted to. And not that anything happened. I was just young. And a guy like that that's been... In this game oh you know what i'm saying it's just yeah yeah like yeah interviewing he's, is all about reading energy.
3: he's like one of those polarizing figures there's like he has done so much for the music industry that right. like you you feel like you need to put like
1: everything into that exactly and you know. there's not nothing he has you got to you
3: got a second chance though
1: yeah and so i got the second chance to do it and I, I killed it and i was i was so grateful for that so that was like kind of like a personal yeah he national, seems like a, like a really easy going guy easy going guy he has a real great energy to him
3: he probably looked exactly the same from the two interviews too, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I need the skincare. Doesn't treatment. age. I need, Bro, yeah.
0: He did the yeah, the Kanye doc. I mean, if they showed the footage of oh, from yeah, the from, the first from
2: first time he used through the wire. He's a vampire. He doesn't age.
0: He looks like it's the incredible. exact same. I he mean, he I like, would look, he like
2: discovered like Maggie Rogers. Too? That's
0: why. That's probably what my question would be. Was yeah. like, what's like, a, I mean, you're a music legend. Like, what's it like? He's you know, just, seeing another music legend form in front of your yeah, eyes. And the thing
1: is, he's like, he's so humble with everything. I think that's the biggest thing I took away. It's like, for a guy who's pretty much seen everything mm-hmm. that has to offer and has accomplished so much, he's still super inquisitive about life and just humble about everything. So that was an interview that I really enjoyed. And I think uh, my interview with Floyd Mayweather taught me a lot. It taught me a lot because it taught me you can ask anything if you deliver it correctly. And so he's in this beef with 50 Cent, and him and I are sitting, like, as close as you and I are, and I have to ask him no. things that he doesn't I mean, want to talk you about. wouldn't see it coming. That's the thing. You I wouldn't have it coming. You wouldn't have just been on the floor. I wouldn't have seen it coming. Yeah. I wouldn't have seen it coming. And, and my dad's so funny, because he was like, man, if he would have knocked you out, I would have got a BMW. I said, Dad, that's not, <laughs> that's not supporting me. That's not supporting me. But yeah, I just learned that moment. It's like, you know, as an art form and everything to asking questions and it really uh, helped me a lot. And it was a great interview. He brought S- out an $18 million watch.
0: Really? Yeah. That's, that's not. Howard Stern does a great job of that. I don't know if, like he's one of the guys I watch. Cool. He, he asks, you know, um, about uh, David Grohl about Nirvana and he yeah. asked them about my um, hero, the Foo Fighter song, my hero, yeah. the Foo yeah. Fighter song. Is it about, he's like pressing him and pressing him. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, my God, how is David Grohl not getting annoyed that he's, like, you know, bringing up Kirk Cobain-like, and he's, like, pressing, not taking no for an answer. But it was just the way he was saying it. Yeah, it's like, with Howard it's like,
1: you know, he's one of those guys that's like, he's been around for so long, there's a reason why. It's just that talent, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, that has people and just kind of very inquisitive insight for but him.
0: He's almost, think. like, as big as his guests. Well, that's, yeah, I was
3: going to say, right. like, when they come on their show, they're probably more nervous to be interviewed by Howard Stern yeah, than, yeah, than, than the reverse. For
0: sure, for sure. Uh, speaking of interviews, man. We ask everybody this okay. same same question. Same question. I'm excited across the board. Could be from you playing, watching anything ever. Okay. What's your favorite sports memory? Favorite sports memory, man. That's such a great question. That is such
2: a great question. It's okay to say the 2011 finals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it is, if it's not. Uh, <laughs> either way. Yeah, either, really way either way. Either <laughs> way.
1: Uh, man, that is outstanding. I'm going to say. When I, ooh, that is, damn, that's so good. So many of them. Probably when, so my my grandmother was a principal in Dallas. And so she, uh, there was a particular time, I was maybe like five. She got tickets to a Mavericks game and a part of this program through the ISD, Dallas Independent School District, where they got to go to Reunion Arena and they got to meet Jason Kidd and uh, I believe it was Jason Kidd, Michael Finley, and I went with a group of, like, fifth graders or whatever, and I was just this young, small kid tagging along. And I remember, you know, meeting Jason Kidd and, and them and every Union Arena and just being on the floor, being able to see how the ice from the, the Stars game was still kind of on the floor compared to when they put the hardwood over for the Mavericks. And it was just in that moment and being in an atmosphere, I was like, okay, sports is something I'm just going to always love. And I think that was something that I never forgot about, yeah. and it's just—it just reminds me that those little moments throughout each of our lives that I'm sure we can go back to, to be able to work in sports going forward. Now it's, it always feels like a dream come true, so I would always think about moments like that. That's yeah. a great answer. Yeah, that's I really cool, it, man. Thank you.
2: Thank We're you. always surprised every time. Oh, we I'm ask always, it. Slow. always it's never slower. what we
1: think. No, it's such a loaded because it, it's you know sports is so intertwined with our lives each and every day that you start piling up so many memories. Like, yeah. I, I had a Coke champagne like spray as opposed to like actual champagne when the Mavericks <laughs> won because I was like 19. I was, <laughs> yeah, you know, so
2: I, like we Miles Turner yeah. went to Ulysses I was just Trinity. thinking about. Yeah. me his yeah. his memory was hitting a home run when he was like in fourth grade playing literally playing little league yeah, baseball.
3: Right? And like we're talking about a big man in the NBA, like. Yeah. <laughs>
2: oh my god what it was like to guard
0: and he's like yeah like hitting the home i did that right yeah. <laughs> i hit a home run in the little league yeah. i, I suck now sports, show me the car facts on that show, show me the car <laughs> i have a ball i would love to see you want to see the ball yeah i will have my did the coach here. sign it oh my god yeah i'll have my mom game ball josh Fisher. I'll have it's in my room still that's sports. how bad i am at sports
1: <laughs> sports <laughs> is the ultimate connector it, you know you you won't find a better stories or collection of people like you will
0: in sports so Speaking of stories Pierce Simpson Go check out his stories They're amazing Uncomplex Thank you for joining the show Thank you for having me It was great